goddamn Habs. Here we go! Listening to the Leafs Power Dump, May 16th edition, the beginning of playoffs officially. We have four days anticipation before we hit the ice against the Habs and begin the process of mopping up the arenas with them. Guys, we're the champs. We're the kings of the north as far as the regular season goes. We're the but king of the means, north. It means nothing, but still, it's a little something. It means something. It's something. It was kind of like how Usain Bolt just kind of jogs the last few steps. Yeah. You know, points to the sky. I think that's what we did those last few games. Those yeah, last few doesn't games want to pull a hamstring in the last yeah. two meters, you know, when he's crossing the line 10 meters ahead of everybody. Okay, guys, we'll go, let's go around once. What do you think? How many games do you think it's going to be, uh, you know, for us to win in the first round of the layoffs? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying six. I'm saying four. I love it. I want yeah. it to be four so bad. I think it's going to be like, oh. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I think we got another guy. I think that we have not seen this gear. I'm really hoping that they come out and you say, you know what? We let you get close and stuff like that. A lot of teams came close, but there's just, I'm really, really hoping that the message that comes across in that first game is like, oh shit, you know, this isn't just the team Mm -hmm. that ended up cruising through the North. It's like, all right, these guys are serious. If if not, then, um, then we got a big playoff run ahead of us. And, and, and that's cool. But I really do think that they have the ability to come out and send that message. It would be great if they did. Yeah. Paul, you're, you're actually, you're, you're the words of my heart. You're actually what's in in there. I'm being cautious with six, but that's what I, I, I feel the same and I want that so bad. I know I can feel that from you. Everybody wants to feel that. I, I get it. I, I, like, I think five. Fuck that. I think, I think even with that message, Montreal is not a team to roll over just because we scared them in the first couple games hard. No. They'll come back. So I, well, I think so we have McKayev, and that's always the, uh, the variable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. just accounting for bounces, you know? Yep, exactly. Can we be done this, this series before Vancouver finishes the regular season? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you know who uh, looked like they were kind of giving her in those last couple games, which I really was happy to see, was Engvall, Mikaya, Kerfoot, because they know they're on the bubble of going yeah. out, right? Yeah. Engvall, guy's on fire. Was it like yeah. five goals or four goals in six games or something? Um, yep. And then uh, Nick Foligno uh, on his shifts, he looked like he was like, I need to get in the – in the zone here. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of his shifts, he was like really good for track and hustling and, you know, well, cause um, he was doing so well before he got injured. Like he was, he was really making a name. He's going to be fun. I guess he watch. already had the name. He was making yeah. an impression. Yeah. And for guys uh, like Engvall, you know, it's more ice time too, right? Like they just not only are, they obviously fighting for their spots and whether they're going to be in the playoff run for real or not, but they, they always benefit from a couple extra minutes. Yeah. But if he keeps <laughs> that sort of same mentality where it's what I liked about Engvall is that his willingness to shoot, like, he's just like, I'm going to fling it at the net, man. Like, that's how that's how mm. you get a rebound, something happens. He yeah. scored from kind of weird angles and different spots. So, um, well, go figure. And he's, you throw he's the puck at the net. Sometimes it goes in. Not for Mikheyev, except for. Not for Mikheyev. Except for he got the last goal of the year. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. 
He did. Yeah. He had a gaping <laughs> net and he scored on it. Open net. He was, I think, he was actually trying to wrap around and it hit his stick and went in. Take but it. he took it. Yeah. I'm, speaking of empty net, I was reading that I think none of Matthew's goals were in an, into an empty net. All of that them surprised me. You know, no cheapies against a goalie. What a beautiful season that guy had. Oh my God. And what I love is that all those goals came from so many different ways you watch the highlights and i've seen a couple of hype videos and playbacks and stuff and it's just like how do you stop them because you just don't know where it's coming from even when it's from the same spot they you, you know like everyone knows it's coming and like half the time they can't stop it totally he officially has more goals than we have followers <laughs> he's had that for half a season yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> dates back to christmas what do you guys think? Okay, we got uh, the um, Montreal Canadiens, not that familiar with this team. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're going to have to get a feeling out period out of the way a little bit. But um, if I'm looking right at Felino and Simmons, I'm thinking these are the kind of things that we were missing before. Last time when we came around and we were, I was thinking forward to teams like Boston and those tough games against Washington and things where I felt the guys were going to get um, – having a tougher time getting those gritty, uh, you know, three foot crease goals, things like that. Right. Um, I really feel as though we've gone out and got these players that we always wanted to have. And uh, you wonder whether or not they're enough to solve the problems and plug the holes that you've had in the past. So that's going to be a big one for me. I think they're going to come out blazing in the first couple of games to really make a point. And, and, you know, even in the past, when I thought about, um, uh, what Kadri had done the last couple of years in order to get, you know, booted out of the playoffs. These guys seem to have a little bit more uh, experience and they're able to control themselves in those tight situations. Borderline with uh, with getting into the box or, or making sure that they, they create that presence. So mm-hmm. that uh, that veteran toughness is, is uh, going to be the thing I'm looking forward to the most. I know that the guys can score. I know those goals, a lot of those goals in the style in which we scored them are not going to be there in the playoffs. You're not going to have the open ice in the space yep. to make those yeah. nice, beautiful plays. But, um, and I, I certainly know that we're not going to be a threat uh, in the man advantage, but, uh, but I think that those gritty, ugly goals that happen in the playoffs are going to be in our favor a little bit more than they have in the past. Yeah, for sure. And I think you're going to see those guys come out there and crash and bang. And it, and it also is dealing with the shit that happens after the whistle and all that crap that goes on and like watching the Washington Boston game last night is like, there is so much nonsense and garbage and like shifty stuff going on, especially with the, those two teams in particular have sort of got that, that type of thing down. So I love the fact that they're playing against each other. will hopefully just beat the crap out of each other. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Our guys, you know, the, the, those vets have been through that stuff and they can dish that out as well as take it, you know? So, um, one of the things they're going to have to deal with in the Hab series is you got one of the dirtiest players in the league. You know what? Hab fans come at me, Corey Perry, <laughs> one of the dirtiest guys ever. Hey, he's Peterborough. So we got the Peterborough alumni thing we can all go on, but that guy is yep. going to be out there being one of those mm. dudes who's sticking you with the butt end and he's going to be doing stuff after the whistle to get under your skin. And you got to just yep. be either somebody's going to have to thump the crap out of him, but that doesn't stop Corey Perry, or you just got to go get away from me, you loser and go score yeah. on him. When you talk about veteran toughness, that's being tough too, right? Like taking some of that crap and not retaliating mm-hmm. and keeping your moment, you know, 
taking a number and waiting. And those last few games of the season, situations like that came up where, you know, we could have turned around and retaliated and we could have got dragged into some some mucky and ugly stuff. But uh, even the commentators I noticed uh, during the games had mentioned that veteran steel coming in to, uh, to, you know, with experience for those guys just to say, this isn't the time. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. in the past some players might not have uh, on the Leafs taken that advice. We've got a team this year that now has the, the, the breadth of, of experience on the bench that we've got, you know, we've got young, hungry guys, eager and excited and, and just 120% for the rest of the playoffs. No problem. You know, pedal to the metal, put a brick on it, forget about it. Mm-hmm. And we've got that coupled with the experience and grit and strength of the guys who've been there, done that. Some of them, you know, held the trophy some of them still want to, but they're not going to rise to the, the petty little jabs and so on. Like they're not going to be freaked out by that stuff. They're just going to, <laughs> same thing, a bigger brick on the pedal, but they keep their hands on the wheel the whole time. I'm also super excited to see Austin Matthews next year. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a, a, another beast mode with this guy that's outside of his goal scoring that is going to be, I think he's finally in the condition and the shape and is not worried about his body being fragile. And you've seen it a couple mm-hmm. times where he'll throw a hit. And I think he's going to play like a dude fucking possessed. And this could be his, his coming yeah. out. I think this playoffs is yeah. more like a, a Crosby, more like a Lemieux, more like a, you know, yeah. put that team like everybody's great, but I know what I have to do and what I'm capable of. And I'm, yeah, I got, well, he won the award. He's the biggest scorer in the league, period. Yeah. But I think it's going to be the 200-foot game that's going to be his his mm-hmm. next level up. Whether right. he's scoring goals or not, it's going to be that part of the game that's going to yep. be a whole other thing. This team has a lot to prove. Like Now it's like, okay, great. Yep. You did all those things in the regular season. Honestly, who gives a shit? It's been the same most or half of the core that has not made it out of the first round for the last four years. So – those guys like Matthews, Nylander, Riley, they've Marner, they've all got to prove that they can they can do it more so even than like the other guys are are great. They've got to they're going to be there to make this help make this happen. Mm-hmm. But if these guys are going to be truly great NHL players, you've got to be able to say, okay, yeah. we're if we're going to be that dominant during the regular season, we better be bloody well more dominant during the playoffs, and it's a grind. Speaking of something to prove, who who gets the starting goal? You know, when I was going, filling out my hockey pool, uh, shout out to Mark Dillon, author, 50 uh, Sides of the Beach Boys. Um, I said, uh, man, I picked my final four and uh, no big surprise, the Leafs were there. And I thought, who's the goalie? I thought that a lot of teams, actually, more teams than I was comfortable with. So uh, I thought, who's going to be the goalie that I would pick that um, that I would suspect is going to get me the most points out of Campbell and Anderson? So, uh, so yeah, yeah, let's throw that question out. So who did you pick? I picked Campbell, to be honest. Yeah, me too, actually. I thought that um, we're going to start with him, and if he's playing well, I think we're going to run with him. I think that if he needs a rest or if we get into a situation where um, uh, where he does dr- drop a game or not look that good, Freddie will come in, but I doubt Freddie would stay, I think. Like, that's kind of the way I'm looking forward at. Uh, we've got momentum with, uh, with, with Campbell right now. and uh, My confidence isn't in Freddie only because, I mean, obviously we haven't, seen any of his ice time in his warmups and you know what his his return is looking like but i'd be pretty shocked if he hits the ice game one and just 
shuts the door and stays there for six games. I feel like Campbell has developed into this sort of pace and momentum and rhythm of, of being the, the, the prime goalie and having Freddie as the really experienced secret weapon backup makes that a really solid goal team, I think. I'm going to go out on a, on a limb here. And uh, Campbell is going to start absolutely for sure. Uh, but I just have this feeling at some point Anderson's going to come in and he's a fierce, fierce competitor with lots to prove as well. And he's going to, he's going to go, you know what? He's taking this. Goal. I'm going to shut the door and just like blow people's minds. If he's healthy. I, I would love for that to happen. I would yeah. love yeah. I don't know. that to happen. I want to see. Nothing uh, would I, make me happier than to see Freddie come in and just like, and the thing is what the whole place and what's great is we've got competition in goal we've got competition in goal the way we've got competition competition and support having goaltender depth too is is key man because when you look at what's happened over the the years where you know with pittsburgh winning and murray was in and murray went down and flurry was out and like those those sort of switches and you look at even last night was spanachek right that's the goalie for washington and of course boston runs them accidentally on purpose right. and takes him out yeah. of the game. Cause that's a Boston thing to do. Shout out to Mark Dillon and his dirty team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then, so Craig Anderson is in that and you've got a 40 year old goalie. Who's just, he's an experienced guy and he, he, you know, played a pretty solid game and, and held them in. And I think that's, that's what we're looking at too. It's like, you got Campbell, you got Anderson and when Riddick, Riddick. is on, Big save Dave can be great. Hopefully he's on, you know. Um, hopefully we see the guy that, that shut the door on us two games in a row and, you know, was right. impossible to, to solve. So, mm-hmm. Well, what happens when you get into the playoffs and in these situations, though, is that it, it doesn't always have to do with power and what you've done before and how you play. Like frustrating mm-hmm. teams find coaching ways to come yeah. in and lock you up, frustrate yeah. you, keep the puck away from you, take your time away, uh, have more energy and speed than you. Just squeak through those close games and that they end up getting a flute. Like all those shots on net that we get can't get a pass and then boom, they get one chance, go back in, skate score. Like, you know, and yep. we've lost games like that all season you know like so so you just don't want to string a number of those together in order to lose a seven game series so i think any team in the nhl with the last 16 is capable of beating the leafs right now under those conditions what you have to do is not let yourself be solved by any of these teams and saying hey the leafs get get frustrated by cross-ice passes you know we've been beat by things like that before where we were a one-dimensional team that only can march down the ice in one certain way you know hopefully we're like babcock was keeping us locked into a certain way of play and that was once you figure that out we were sort of in trouble so um so hopefully we're able to battle through those things and adjust right now and we're the one that's the frustrating team that the other guys can't because because skill is skill and that's a wonderful thing and stuff when you're in those few situations where ovechkin does find himself at the top of the circle and matthews finds himself at the top of the circle with (laughs) nothing but uh you know a quarter inch of space on either side of the puck of course they could score in those situations but they just simply don't come up as much in in the playoffs Mm -hmm. and so you know, those, those, um, those gritty third, fourth line guys that we're going to rely on that are going to get us far down the road, you know, who's getting like, a, like we were, I was joking with my nephew the other day, we were talking about those key players that really end up making 
uh, the memorable Stanley Cup teams and Dino Cesarelli and guys like that, Claude Lemieux, they come to mind. And I'm like, and now before, did we have any of those guys? And sometimes teams in the past, at least we had those guys. Now I feel as though those, those key players are, you know, Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza, Felino, Simmons. Mazen. We'll probably be the memorable guys down the road that will take us there. And, uh, and it feels, so feels like you're just I rounding think, off my, yeah. uh, my pool roster. <laughs> so i've got i got two things for you here then guys uh one actually there was a great tweet by by terry koshan um talking about those the teams even from last year to, to this year and so last year's lineup for game five against columbus was Tavares, matthews marner hyman nylander at center kapanen Janssen, kerfoot mikhaev clifford engvall and spezza with defensive Riley CC, the beauty of Marty Marinson and Hall, Dermot and Barry. That was that's Ooh. so now you've got instead of Kapanen, we've got um, Felino, you know, know, in there. We've got Spezza, we've got Simmons, we got Thornton, we've got on defense, now we've got Brody. So Riley CC, I'll take Riley Brody anytime. <laughs> we'll have ideally we'll have yeah. Muzzin and Hall. Brody, Brody, yeah. number number four in plus minus in the entire NHL finished yeah. off the season. Yeah. Quietly. Totally. Yeah. You know. Real center is playing center. Yeah, real center is playing exactly. center. Like our center yeah. depth is awesome. Like you think about how many centers we actually have on the yeah. team that play wing. What I love about the fourth line is if you if it is Spetsa, Simmons, and Thornton, you got two guys that can take face offs there, not a problem. And almost every line is like that. And then our fourth pair, you've got either yeah. Dermot, Sandine. I hope Bogo is is healthy. Apparently, he's getting close because he's going to be a beast. I think through the through the playoffs. Um, and you got Hutton as a as a fallback. Like the depth is way mm-hmm. way better. All right. So, who is your unsung hero? Who is your Gary Volk? Who is your Nikki Borshevsky of this Ooh. team? Mark Osborne. Who's the Mark Osborne who's going to get who's, – who's doing that? Who's going to come out and be like, shit, man, that guy got three goals in, in a five-game series, and, and, like, they were all key. Who is it? Yeah. I can, I can still see that high crease tip against Detroit with Nikki Porcheski putting the stick down. <laughs> yep. I can see that in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's been playing it all year, and he's been deserving it, and I think a little unsung hero for me could be Kerfoot. I think he's had a fantastic mm-hmm. year and, um, you know, and he's capable of scoring. He's a hard, hard worker. And I think that he'll go undetected. I think they, they're not expecting him. I'm not watching him. You know? yeah. 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 I think it's Engvall. I mean, that's the easy, the easy go-to. Cause I mean, he's just in the last, as you were saying earlier, Chad, in the last five, six games, he's suddenly lit up. I mean, he's always been a, a great solid sort of middle of the line player, but I think he's maybe headed for uh, a little playoff surprise. All right. Yeah. All right. Would you put him on the power play? I put Sandine on the power play. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yep. 100%. <laughs> well, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say the unsung heroes are the, the four non-flashy D guys, Hall, Muzzin, Bogo, Dermot, and then, you know, Brody, like if they can just shut it down, that's all I need from them. That's great. It's going to be Hyman. Hyman is one of those guys, like, I mean, he had a great season. So I don't know if you can say unsung or not, but he's somebody that, they just don't, people don't expect to score. He's not afraid to get into the gritty areas. It was him and Matthews that had the most points and goals in the Columbus series last year. 
he's just coming into a, I think a whole other level. And I think he's going to be one of those guys that, that those other teams have always had where you're like, God damn it. How, why is that guy getting their goals? Why is DeBrusque getting the, you know, those goals and, and Great because example. Yeah. they're going to focus so much on Matthews and Marner and, and Nylander and Tavares that Hyman's got way better hands than people think. Speaking of goals in my memory, that Darnell nurse shove off, turn around Deke, you know, right over Mike Smith's uh, glove in, in this, this year, his little Hyman's best goal of the year. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to do it. Oh, I think we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those are good. Those are all good. You know, and, and we didn't even pick off any of the big obvious players, but uh, yeah. yeah, you know, well, we haven't even touched on, uh, we haven't seen him yet is Riley Nash. Do you think he's going to have an impact? Yeah, at least he'll be a little bit of a, an X factor. And I, th- I think to your point, Paul, not being a one-dimensional team and not being easily solved, you know, sort of in the dressing room and in video playback, having somebody like Riley Nash to be like, oh, and also we've been practicing this guy, but you haven't seen him yet. Say we get into a game where we're pushing and pushing and yes. pushing and pushing and pushing and we've, you know, hit a post, we've hit a glove, we've hit a blocker, we've hit a skate, we've hit everything except the net. And then they, you know, odd man rushes and score. Oh, by the way, left Bauer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Riley Nash. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. I thought it was in. Oh, no. no. You thought I had nothing the whole game. Left Bauer. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the genius of, of, of Dubas and his team is that, you know, you bring in Felino, but you also sign Nash. And those guys are teammates. So, hey, you're coming to yeah. a new team, but we're bringing a buddy along with you who's been a pain in our ass yeah. from Boston mm-hmm. through to Columbus. Exactly. And he was a pain. Both of them were pains in our ass last year. So, like, right. if you can't beat them, sign them. You know, you think about how many games you might play if you go deep, right? Mm-hmm. There will be injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know. Like last year we lost Muzzin, and that was like a huge blow to the decor. Well, Muzzin goes down and Bogo steps in, and it's Bogo and Hall. Okay. One thing I, I do like on our, our, our challenge of our power play that's weak is when Muzzin's been on the power play, shots from the point. Like he's, he's been blasting him and he got a power play goal the other night. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I, I, I would love Riley to shoot more because Riley's actually got a pretty good shot. But I think they, they get in the habit of looking for, you know, is it going to be Matthews or, or Tavares or, or give it over to Mitch and Mitch will come up with something really cool. And it's like, Muzzin's just like, I'm just going to shoot the damn thing. Yeah. Even that, though, I think from a strategy perspective, even if they've been playing that or practicing that, you know, that we've got to shift our power play down to more of this sort of traditional get to the point, blast it at the net. We haven't seen a ton of that, but it's been pretty effective when it's been working like and it's just started to creep in. Like, I wonder if if the power play again, it's all, you know, everything's new and everything's hopeful. Maybe the power play will just wake up. Yeah. Can you imagine if, if, if each penalty in the playoffs, in the first 30 seconds, we make them pay every single time? You have That's to not impossible. It it's how we did the first half of the first of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, playoff hockey is just different anyways. And it's like, if you got shots, like just getting it to the net and causing a ruckus, it's, it's messy hockey. Yep. And the power play can be messy too. Speaking of uh, Hollywood superstars and Flash, mm-hmm. uh, we got our guy waiting in the wings. Um, hey, boys, it's been so long. Oh, man, I missed you guys. Look, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I can't believe the season's over. Oh, my God, what a wild ride. Oh, it's so crazy. I'm in the ring, guys. I'm getting ready for a big match. Uh, yeah, I got to fight Jose. He came out and he told me he's a 
Hansford. He's been keeping us a secret the whole time. We've been friends, man. I don't even know what to say, but I'm gonna show him we're going toe to toe. We're gonna do our own best of seven. You know what I mean? Oh, he's gonna get it. I gotta love it. Austin Matthews, Rocket Richard trophy winner, man. He's the title. He's the king. He's the best goal scorer in the league, and we got him. We got the division title this year. That's so crazy. We're the kings of the north. Jack Campbell, his consecutive win record. It's so good. It's so good. So many great things that are happening this year. I love it. You know, I even heard Mitch Marner, he's going to be able to grow a beard this year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Mitchy. Mitchy, Mitchy, he's going to get the itchy bit because the beard, you know, it's going to get a little itchy there. It doesn't matter what the regular season was. This is what it comes down to. Everybody's got to give it. We got to do it, boys. You got to do it. My one guy who's going to be really a breakout in the playoffs is going to be Ilya Mikheyev. I love it. He got the last goal of the season for the Leafs. He's going to be out there. He's going to be on fire. I think all of a sudden, maybe he's going to find his hands. So watch out for Mikheyev, boys. I love you guys. Let's go, Leafs, go. Come on, under the Stanley Cup. He's drunk. Wow. <laughs> he's always <laughs> drunk. He's been drinking. You could just tell the way hey. his cheeks kept caving and he's, been, he's drunk. <laughs> I, got, I, I have a conspiracy theory. Is Jose Jose Theodore? Is that is that who he is? It might be. Maybe a 23 and me on, on his friend Jose. We're going to find out exactly that he's he's actually Jose Theodore. Well, from the sounds out, he's going to do a 23 and me on them in the ring anyway. So who knows what's going to happen? Well, as opposed to the two four and me, he clearly did before today. Yeah. Wouldn't you love him to be right, though, that Mikheyev is the savior? Oh, man. If Mikheyev gets two goals in the playoffs, I'll be stunned. Mikheyev has two ankles, and the chances of the puck going off each one of them is just as good as anybody else. <laughs> you know, uh, Alex Galchenyuk. He, oh, he, yeah, yeah, that's right. Former nice half, back. Yeah, former half, sneaky guy, fast goal scorer, number three pick overall. Forget he's got pedigree. He's a good player, and uh, he could end up being a surprise in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I would love nothing more yeah. than for him to bang some nails in the coffin of the. Got Yeah, there's a guy who's motivated for payback, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, you've been listening to the Leafs Power Dump. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, and most of all, above all else, every night you lay down in your little pillow. Three small words. Go, Leafs, go. go. See you soon. Leafs Power Dump Podcast is Kirk Comrie, Chad Maker, Paul Zimick, and John Galway. Copyright 2021 Firewallet Productions.